Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, episode number 16. I'm your host, Heather McDonald, and today we are talking about time management and the 12-week year. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please fasten your seatbelt. I have been asked a whole bunch of times when people have seen my to-do list, kind of how do I get things from idea to launch quickly and how do I manage to, well, basically manage life? I mean, we're couplepreneurs, we have three kids, we have two cats, we go to the gym, we volunteer, we have all this stuff going on. How do you do it without hating everything in your life? And while I don't have the answer entirely yet, because believe me, I don't launch as many things as I do launch. And I have as many ideas in the back burner as I do ongoing. And there's a lot of stuff hidden. However, time management is one of those things that I've improved on this year. Like I've been hoping to improve. Oh my goodness. Really my entire life. I've been trying to do more with less and to maintain my happiness while doing it instead of just doing more, doing more, doing more. That has not been working for me because a lot of times it's a matter of doing the right thing rather than doing more things, right? So about a year ago, I stumbled across this book. I have a goal of reading 200 books a year. And one of my books last year was called The 12 Week Year. And about two years ago, I had stumbled on this journal called the best, uh, it's called the self journal from best self company. And it is set up in 13 week increments. And I'm like, Whoa, this kind of dovetails together pretty nicely. What's this 12 week year thing all about? According to the book, if you put everything into practice, you will manage to be as four times as productive as everybody else that, you know, (laughs) I found that to be a little bit overwhelming. However, I will say it has doubled my productivity and output. It has not quadrupled it because I'm not sure I want it to necessarily, but I have a feeling if you truly were to ascribe to every single thing they talk about, you could actually quadruple what you do. But if you put this stuff into practice, you will at least be, you know, 10% better than you were last month, last year, last week, or yesterday. So the basics of it is instead of looking at annualizing your goals, this year I'm going to make $200,000 and then you kind of get to October and you're like, okay, so, so far I've made $60,000. So that means I need to make 140,000 between now and the end of the year. Well, I better get into gear. But because from January to October, there's so much time, we think, right? We don't really get going on the most important things to move those most important goals. Those are always the things that get put off. We call it working in the business rather than on the business. So when you're constantly putting out fires and you're constantly in your day-to-day and da-da-da-da, you're wasting a lot of time. So the 12-week year attempts to solve the wasting the time problem and keep you focused on the things that you said you were going to do and the most important crucial tasks to push the needle and letting the other ones slide. So far, so good. 
there's a couple of things in in the 12 week year that I took out and I've absolutely dedicated. Like I am so so dedicated to these things. So one one of the things that they do is they set up their work, they set up blocks in their day. So there's buffer blocks, strategic blocks, breakout blocks, and I've added work blocks to my days. Um, they also like tell you to use your energy patterns. Like if you are a creative person in the morning, then do not have morning meetings where you're using up your creativity. Um, if you are a night owl, just go with kind of whatever works for you, but set your day up intentionally rather than having your day happen. So buffer blocks are those crap things. Like they're the boring crap time. And they're actually the thing that takes up so much of your day that you don't even realize. Email. Um, Useless meetings. All of that stuff. Replying to things, setting things up. All the little like annoying niggling things that you do probably some things you procrastinate, you should be able to accomplish the majority of them in two to three buffer blocks a day, 15 minutes to a half an hour. I now check email first thing in the morning, often after lunch, depends on how my day is going. And just before I leave work at the end of the day, so right around six thirty, seven o'clock. My buffer blocks are spent checking email, uh, checking my appointment calendar, maybe inputting, doing some invoicing, um, inputting some, you know, data, like reference, nothing that takes a lot of brain power, just stuff that takes that uh, effort. So I have it scheduled in. So that's the thing I'm doing. So guess what? It takes me way less time because I'm only doing that thing and I'm doing it in batches. I'm not trying to spread email out over my whole day. So my whole day is spent emailing or spent waiting for emails to come in. And then I'm just not doing those other things because, well, I have an excuse. I'm waiting for emails to come in. This removes all of the excuses, but it also removes all of the irritation, which is huge. Strategic blocks are the next sort of form of time and planning, really true planning that you need to put into your calendar. If you have big goals that are outside of the daily working of your company, for me, it's to get the kick-ass company membership site launched. I really want that out there because I want clients who can't afford to work with us as an agency yet. I want them to be able to have all the information to build themselves up to a point that they can We've come up with this membership site. It's almost ready to go. So right now I'm actually doing two strategic blocks a month, even though they recommend one. A strategic block is three hours of nothing but the thing that is going to move the needle. You have chosen these behaviors. This is a project you are trying to move forward. It's that thing that you always wish you had gotten to. Sometimes it can be, you know, 
going through and compiling sales lists. It can be practicing your pitch. It can be whatever it is that you know will really move the needle. And it's that thing you never, 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 never get to do because your to-do list takes over. The firefighting takes over. Everything takes over. I do my strategic blocks on Wednesday morning. And I actually podcast on Wednesday afternoon. (laughs) So I know Wednesday for me is a production day. I can plan for it. I'm set for it. And I know I am not going to be responding to clients today, except for regular emails. I'm not doing client work until about 3 p.m. on Wednesday. So therefore, the pressure is off. I don't have to check my email because it's just going to distract me from the thing that's going to push the company to the next level. Just about every business owner I know has got those big overreaching goals to push their company to the next level. And every one of them says they just don't have the time to do it. Taking three hours a month where you do nothing else and you're doing it during your work week. It's not outside of your work week. This is valuable work. And you are valuing it by giving it that really important priority time. Strategic blocks have absolutely changed how our business functions. I come out of it with real work done, feeling like, okay, we're actually ready to do the next step, ready to do the next thing. I know the next five things I need to do. And I've moved the needle on this thing that I know is going to allow us to do so many more of our other big goals. Before I was doing strategic blocks, when I had learned about it, but wasn't really putting them into practice at the end of every week, I was like, Oh shit, I didn't do that again. Oh, I didn't do it again. What a busy week. What's a, it's been a crazy week. It's been a busy week. I'm still working the same hours. I'm just working very differently during those hours and much more intentionally during those hours. And I'm optimizing every minute because I only have 12 weeks to do a year's worth of work. Every minute matters. So there is not a lot of time for like sitting and staring at a screen. I've got to be on almost all the time. So to do that and not drive myself crazy... My strategic blocks do not have distractions. I'm alone in the office. Um, My email is turned off. I I arrange everything going into a strategic block going, the next three hours are dedicated to this and only this. And holy moly, what you can get done in three hours when you do that. The third block that they talk about in the book are breakout blocks. And breakout blocks, he wants you to do once a month. Again, three hours, because remember, when you go into this kind of like, we're going to get the same amount done in 12 weeks as we did in a year. So those same annualized goals are now goals for 12 weeks rather than 12 months. So basically every week is a month, which seems daunting and scary. And it can be, but it really does work. Breakout blocks are once a month, you take three hours and you leave and do something fun. This is where your brain gets to go, okay, why am I doing this again? Oh, this is fun. This is nice. And your brain has planned relaxation. So in that time, 
Because it's planned relaxation, you can be completely in the moment. You will not be thinking that you're supposed to be at the office because you're not. You're literally doing what you're supposed to be doing right now. And you're honoring your work. You're honoring yourself. You're honoring your effort and allowing yourself to go play, knowing that that means you're going to show up even better tomorrow. The time I do not recommend you do this, Friday afternoon. It's kind of a waste. It doesn't give you that same feeling of escape and you don't get back to work the next day. Friday afternoon as a breakout block is basically just starting the week early or sorry, starting the weekend early, ending the week early, I meant to say. I like to take breakout blocks on Thursday, a Thursday afternoon. I'm kind of looking forward to it all week. And like I said, we are couplepreneurs. So the two of us run the business with our staff and we do Thursday night date night. So once a month, we can look forward to a breakout block where we get to stop working so hard and so focused and so, you know, driven, 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 go, go, go. And we get to just take off for an afternoon And then we have date night that evening. And then on Friday, we come back and we're like, wow, okay, I'm actually, I'm ready to work again. It's a mini vacation, but it's a planned one. And it allows you to be mindful and intentional in your playing time as it does when you're working. You know what you're doing is giving yourself what you need. So it eliminates the guilt. It eliminates the, well, I just got to check on the budget. No, this is an important meeting with your most important client who is you. And if you had your most important best client ever in the whole world come in and say, request a three-hour meeting, I'm pretty sure you're going to give it to them and you won't be checking your phone every five minutes because you're going to be valuing the time you're giving to them. This allows you in the strategic block to value the time you're giving to your company's growth and in a breakout block, value the time you're giving to your company's greatest asset, which is you. The last one I actually incorporated from Deep Work, which is another book that I read, um, The One Thing, and a whole bunch of other books. I was like, you know what? I do a lot of really brain-intensive work. It's brain-intensive and it's creative. So I'm working both sides of my brain, which is really hard to do when you're distracted, So I've created work blocks and those work blocks are three hours again, but they're three hours set up with 45 minute work sprints and then 10 to 15 minutes of just planning, doodling, looking out the window, whatever it is. And then another 45 minute work sprint and then looking out the window and then another 45 minute work sprint and then looking out the window. Depending on how the week is going, sometimes I will do 75-minute work sprints because if I'm really in a zone and I know what work I'm going to be doing that I just want to put my head down and go, I'll do 75 minutes because at that point, my brain still does need a break. And in those 15 minutes, especially with the longer work sprints, I will get up leave the office, walk around, maybe go downstairs, get a breath of fresh air, just be away from the thing that I'm doing. So then when I come back and I, and I leave that work sprint alone, when I'm done with it, I'm done. At the end of 75 minutes, what I have completed is what I'm completing. Again, you would not imagine how much stuff you can plow through in 75 minutes. It's kind of amazing. 
And that's the experience that keeps it motivating. I like doing those. It becomes like, oh my goodness, look at me. And I will leave those days and I am on a high. I'm loving life. I feel like I'm a genius. I'm a productivity master. It doesn't work as well when I'm already kind of having a blah, like down day. So I don't have a fix for that yet. When I do, believe me, there will be a podcast on it. But the point of those days, I will do 45 minute sprints, go back to like 45 minute sprints for sure, for sure, for sure. I don't set myself up for failure. So I'll do a 45 minute sprint and do my very best, show up, do the work. And at the end of it, go, okay, that was enough. That was enough for today. I did my three 45 minute sprints. I did a work block and now I'm going to go. And again, those are kind of your priority list. Those three things. What do you really need to get done by the end of the day? You have 45 minutes of controlled and maintained focus that you know you get to break. I put a timer and I'm watching that timer go down and it keeps me focused because I only have this amount of time and then I have to quote unquote have to put it away. That strategy for work blocks is actually what's moved the needle for us in getting our deadlines down, like making our not, we weren't missing deadlines, but something that would take us six weeks is now taking us four weeks and things like that, because I'm able to come in and just focus. It seems like you're not getting as much stuff done, but you can decide in one of your 45 minute work blocks that you're going to do these four things, one, two, three, four, and then you get to take a break. So it's not like you have to come in and spend 45 minutes on one task. You can just organize your work block into the sprints and then figure out how much time it's going to take for each thing. When you start out doing this, it can be really hard because it's, you don't know how long things will take you, but really and truly the amount of time a task takes is generally in proportion. I forget what the name of the rule is, but it is in direct proportion to how much time we decide to it's going to take. It will expand to fill the amount of time it has been given. So if you say that I have three hours to do this, it's going to take you three hours. If you have 45 minutes to do this, guess what? Same task will take you 45 minutes. And in the meantime, you get to start, like when you're learning those, like I know exactly how long a proposal takes me. I know how long website content takes me. I know how long all of these things take because I've been doing this for like a a little over a year. When you're learning, you might be all over the place for a little while and that's okay. I still want you to do it because you're still being more productive than you were and you're learning. The last huge, huge epiphany for me, um, this may be for everybody. It may only be for introverts. I have a feeling extroverts would have the same thing, but switched. Um, I do not deal well when I have to be on and around people and then go concentrate and then be on and around people and then go concentrate. And because as an introvert, I, uh, being around people, although I really like people, I think people are wonderful. They, they, they suck the energy right out of me. And I have a hard time refocusing after the energy has been sucked out of me. So I've themed my dates. So on Mondays I have production day. So it's straight, it's client work, or if it's something of ours or like a project, whatever it is, it's a project day. So Mondays and Tuesdays are straight production days. Everything, and we work our 
butts off Mondays and Tuesdays to get everything done, pretty much what most people get done for a whole week. Wednesdays, like I said, in the morning, it's a strategic block, if that's what I'm planning for that Wednesday. Or Wednesdays would be the end of that production day. So sometimes there's things that have to be approved and they're waiting to come back. I need them back for Wednesday so that Wednesday morning I spend doing that. Wednesday afternoon, I always spend on whatever the big project is that's going to move the needle, but not necessarily stuff that's going to be important right now. Sometimes it's learning, sometimes it's researching, sometimes it's, you know, planning things out. If I'm doing large strategic plans, I'll do them Wednesday afternoon. Um, If I'm doing, you know, the next six months of social media, I'll do it Wednesday afternoon. Thursday is a dedicated meeting day. So all day I will meet with people. Thursday, I'm also usually more tired. Uh, Thursday is also that day. Once a month, I do a breakout block. Thursday is also date night. So I kind of get to balance off. I'm going to be spending the whole day giving everything I have to people. But at the end of the day, I get to have a fun date night. And Friday is also a meeting day. So Friday mornings, I spend in meetings entirely. And then Friday afternoons, I take all of the information from Thursday's meetings and Friday's meetings and compile it in a to-do list that I then send out to everybody on the team and to Robbie and myself. And that sets up our Monday, our Tuesday, and half of Wednesday. So I know exactly going into Monday what I have to do. Sunday evening I take is a planning session as well, because sometimes at the end of a weekend, some stuff has changed. People have come in. I'm not feeling well or, or uh, staff members out sick. Something's going on. So Sunday is my day to really evaluate the week. And I evaluate the week Sunday evening from 6 to 9 p.m. I evaluate it as a whole. So not just work, but all of life. I look at it and I say, okay, is this going to work for this week? Sometimes I'll have had a client that say I can only meet on Wednesday. In that case, no problem. I will move my meeting day from Thursday to Wednesday. I don't then spread it out and just make more meeting days. I will move them and I will move meetings and I will cancel meetings. My time is as valuable as my client's time. And to them, my time is more valuable because they're paying me. I have to treat myself like I'm a really important client of mine. And themed days are how I do it. Up next, I am so excited about this one. We are talking about how to fuel our bodies to succeed. Eat to succeed. And oddly enough, the very first tip from our nutritional genius has nothing to do with food. You are going to love this one. It's so amazing. I'm so excited. Uh, My guest is Kevin Wood. He's the owner of CrossFit Moncton, the gym that has been kicking my ass since 2012. And I rely on him for all of my nutrition and body wellness stuff. And he came in and he gave me like half an hour of his time. The entire episode is amazing. So you are definitely going to want to listen to that one. If you like what you heard today, please let us know, hit subscribe, leave us a review. And if you want to get in touch, see how we can help you, whether it's on time, time management, marketing, whatever, you can find us at hala.agency, H-A-L-A dot agency, and online everywhere as Hala Connected. Until next time, kick ass, plan your life, and live it on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.